You are listening to The Dad Pod, a podcast by dads, for dads, about being dads. What's up? Welcome into volume one of The Dad Pod. It's going to be, as you just heard, a dad podcast by dads, for dads, where we're going to talk about everything about being a dad. My name is Bobby Eddings. We'll talk about my qualifications to host a said podcast called The Dad Pod here in just one moment. My co-host needs no introduction, but his name is Dave Traub. So Dave, talk about your qualifications for The Dad Pod. Well, Bob, well, Bobby, I think my first qualification is um, I actually saved you from having a dad bod early <laughs> on. Now, that's even before you had kids. Yeah. So uh, w- when you started running, how many, how many pounds did you lose? you start running uh at the peak level i lost 80 pounds eight see when bobby met his wife was right when he got into running 80 pounds later he's an actual dad who does not have a dad bot not so anymore that's no not first qualification uh, not not <laughs> until covid19 and then covid19 all of a sudden has um has brought back a little bit of that uh, that dad bot I did have two steak hoagies tonight, man. Oh. <laughs> I had two pieces of Chicago style pizza. It's all good. Uh, so what we're going to talk about on this dad pod, uh, the main, main thing being, we're going to talk about being a dad, obviously. We're going to talk a little sports. We might talk a little bit of beer because Dave, Dave and I both occasionally like to enjoy a craft beer. But we're going to talk mainly about being a dad. And that's our number one jobs. And Dave, obviously you had, uh, let's see, I guess we'll talk to me first. I had... Kid most recently, about two months ago. So I have a two-month-old, and I also have an almost two-year-old. So you're going to hear different perspectives from me from having a uh, kid around for a couple of years, but also starting over again with a whole other kid with a two-month-old as well. When you say it that way, it just sounds so sad. Yeah. <laughs> talk about that. You start over, man. We'll talk about it. You start over. Oh, I mean, you start over when you have, when you find out you're going to have the kid, you know, really, I mean, that's, you feel like you've, you've turned the page and it's a, it's a big, heavy page and you've now come into a new territory that you have no idea what you're doing. So I have a seven month old, just turned seven months, um, got a couple little teeth starting to do some crazy things, crawl and uh, almost about to say, Dada, we have read the Jimmy Fallon <laughs> Dad, I will be my first word book 16 consecutive nights. So really making some progress there. Feel good about that. Um, but we'll uh, stay tuned. I'll let you know when that happens. Yeah. And, you know, you, you mentioned one thing and we can talk more about reading later on, but the sooner you can read to your child, the better just to put that out there. Um, look, you know, Dave and I have both talked before. One thing that I faced early on was I had not been around a newborn child since I was four years old when my sister was born. So when you look consistently, we'll say, we'll say consistently, right? Like I'd been around a kid here or there, maybe babysitted for a night for um, a brother-in-law, a sister-in-law, things like that. But I had never been consistently around a small child and been had to nurture and raise and develop, obviously, in any sense of the word. So all of a sudden you're thrust into this duty. And it, one thing I think Dave, Dave, you and I both like, it's hard. 
it is not an easy job. Yeah, what's so hard about it is there's not a manual. And so this, this is something we're going to talk about with each episode. And, and this is kind of a dad support podcast. We're going to be really yep. honest on here about yep. the things that we love about being a dad and the things that honestly we don't like about being a dad. And, and yep. one of them is there's no rule book. So the what to expect when you're expecting book that everybody knows about, <laughs> that every woman has, it's not for dudes. It's for women. So I um, was, was, gosh, I don't know, we were four or five months into this whole thing before he got here. So my wife was pregnant and we're, we're kind of planning the, the baby room and we're figuring out how we're going to try to get him to sleep and to eat and all the schedule stuff, which we'll get into later. But I'm looking around for books. You know, I'm thinking, okay, I got a long commute to work. I'll get an audio book. I'll listen to it. And I get a book by a guy that used to be an NFL player. And the title yeah. of the book is Two Dads Playbook by Benjamin Watson. So Benjamin Watson, who <laughs> has a ton of kids. Okay. Now, well, let's just put aside that he's an NFL player and probably has like 10 nannies that live in the South that we don't know about. With that, he, <laughs> he's got to tell you to make it easier. Okay. So I, I get this book. I'm excited about it. My friends are making fun of me because it's a football themed dad's book. So it just screams cheesy. And I'm, right. I'm defending this thing and I'm going, no, no, I'm learning a ton. I get to the end of the book, didn't learn a single thing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's simple stuff. Like take care of your wife, make sure that uh, you have a bag packed for the hospital, you know, just stuff like that. So there's no resource out there for dudes. Yep. Yeah. And I think you kind of mentioned that the, uh, the concept of this podcast was just, it, for me, it was, it was the tough day, right? A tough day when, Little man won't sleep, right? He's almost two months old. But at that point, I think he was about a month. My daughter's freaking out about certain things. And I just, I decided I was going to take little man for a drive. Like you can, you can manage an almost two-year-old a lot better than you can manage a one-month-old. And I think what I realized real quick was, am I the only one who feels this way? Am I the only one who feels helpless at times? Am I the only one who feels like this, the fatherhood early on in the newborn stage you're just, you're a body, but you're not really a support is really what you are. And I'll be honest, for any dads that are out there that are maybe feeling this same way, like, what am I doing wrong? Or am I, should I be doing anything else? Early on, especially for us, and, and I'm in a, a breastfeeding situation, if your wife breastfeeds, you are a taxi service from that crying in the crib to the wife, because a lot of what that wife can do is soothe that baby to be honest, a lot easier than you can. And that's, that's hard for me. And it's still hard for me to really get past as well. Yeah. Gosh, man. And, and it's tough because they don't need you. Right. Right. Like e even if, even if your wife is not breastfeeding, the, the baby doesn't really need you like the baby needs your wife. And so, right. gosh, I can't even imagine a situation where a dad would be thrust into a single dad situation from birth. You know, maybe oh, some kind of tragedy happened during the, delivery or, or whatever, you know, a whole host of things could happen. I can't even fathom that because there's just, there's such a stretch of time where you're just kind of there. I mean, yeah, the baby will acknowledge you and you get to play with them, whatever, but there's not a whole lot of, of reciprocal love going on. So it's kind of hard to, to build that relationship. So you and I have talked about this before for a little while, you feel some shame. And I know other dads out there definitely feel this, even if they've never said it. You feel some shame because you don't know really how you feel. You know you love them, 
but you don't know how you feel about them, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what I told you recently was when you first bring that baby home from the hospital for the first, I don't even know how much long you want to call it, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever you want to call it, it feels like you've got a long-term babysitting gig. It's what it feels like. I mean, it really does. And, and you think, when does this end for me? Like, do, do I give them back? What's going to go on? But the reality is, and now, you know, I'm able to look back a little bit easier with a little bit more ease probably than you are, Dave, and even say, you're going to get there. The light at the end of the tunnel is a whole lot better once you get to this point. With my daughter being almost two at this point, she'll be two in July, I can look at it a whole lot differently now of you get that relationship eventually. Because now all she wants to do is play with dad while mom plays with you know baby boy. So it's a whole different perspective for me of thinking eventually it's going to get there. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, And, and we're talking first realizations here. You know, just things that maybe you didn't anticipate, things that maybe you were dreading, and then they happen and you realize, okay, this is way worse than I thought, or this isn't so bad. And for me, it was the yin and the yang of I love to go hang out. I love to get to meet with my friends. I love to do stuff with my friends. You and I and another one of our buddies actually took a trip right before my son got here out to Boise. Got to go uh, hang out with the great people of uh, Boise, Idaho. Fantastic uh, town, by the way. Yeah, Boise, not Boise. Boise. That's, yeah. that's, that's an important distinction. So, you know, I love to do that kind of stuff. And so for me, thinking about the, man, well, I can't just leave them here on a Friday night now. I have to have a babysitter. And when am I going to be able to get a babysitter? And will they want to watch them all the time? How much am I going to have to pay them? You know, the, that's a hard part of it. But then the other side of that coin is, man, when you do get to go out and hang out, it's more fun <laughs> than it ever was because it means a little bit more. So that's just one of those things, man, you got to be honest with yourself. It, it takes a while to get used to. It really does. I think, you know, you mentioned the babysitter aspect. It's, it's so hard you know, for a guy not to be selfish and say, oh, yeah, let's just figure it out, right? We'll figure it out. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do this, do that. You know, figuring out what you're going to do to keep your life regular is the most important thing. And I think everybody kind of gets to the point where they have the dad blues a little bit, the dad blues of, Oh crap. Now I'm a dad again. Or now I'm a dad period, I guess for me again, but now I'm a dad period. And all of a sudden it's like your life is completely different and getting into the yeah. dad blues and getting into those dad blues. It's a whole new ball game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a statement for me, and then I want to ask you a question. So so for me, there's the emotional roller coaster of you have them. And so if you're listening to this and you have a kid, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't have a kid yet, it's coming. There's a roller coaster when you get into the hospital. Because let's be honest, it's scary, man. I mean, it's crazy. You're sleeping on a weird little couch. You're watching TV. And, if, and hopefully you're not having a baby during this whole COVID thing. There's nothing on. But a normal time, you know, you're watching a uh, uh, a division three college football game at 2 a.m. on this 13 inch TV. For me, and, it was cornhole. You're just... For me, it was cornhole. <laughs> I still well, remember. Yeah, it, I still it, remember it, vividly. It was the Ocho. That's what it was. The Ocho yeah, buddy. When they brought back the Ocho. Um, I, I actually watched uh, Rock Skipping, which wasn't, wasn't bad. The commentary on that's really good. But, um, but yes, yeah, so you're on this weird roller coaster of just waiting for it to happen and you, you're so pumped. 
and then you come home and you're right, those blues kind of set in. So my question for you is with number two, did that feel any different than number one? Were you, did you know like what to anticipate? You felt a little bit better about it or was it the same? You know, it, it, it's been different for me, right? Because of the whole COVID-19 situation, right? My company, the Friday after uh, Eli was born, my second born, they said, hey, we're staying home for the next couple months. So we're still not really allowed back into our office till June 1st. So any sense of normalcy that I would have been able to have is gone anyway. So it's been a little different with my first one. Yeah, the, the, the new dad blues are a real thing. And please, guys, we want you to understand we're not trying to scare any new dads or like make them think, oh, your life's going to end. No, no, no. We're, we're just trying to want to prepare you. It's, we're kind of a support group. I think that was the best way to say it, Dave, as well. It's going to happen. And for me, it was just find that one little piece of sense of normalcy that can help you. And for me, it was playing softball on a Thursday night when my daughter was born. I played when she was nine years old. My wife was an MVP about all that. She was totally cool with it. Find that sense of normalcy that's going to allow you to get back into the rhythm of your life. We're going to try and help provide you uh, that avenue as well to how to ba basically feel uh, like basically being a dad is, is a normal thing. And these feelings you go through are going to be completely normal. We're going to take a quick break real quick. We're going to come back in just a second, wrap it up a little bit, talk a little bit of sports because after all, we want this to make you feel like you're in a sports bar as well. So we'll be right back. We're going to come back, talk a little sports, and then we'll be done for the afternoon. This is the Dad Pod. listening to the dad pod the first ever episode i'm dave traub with my buddy bobby eddings and we are talking all things dad and part of that is sports so bobby our, our vision for this and our hope is that really the the first half and probably a little bit more than the first half will typically be dad issues and we'll talk through some some uh some dad knowledge, things we're learning, things we're struggling with, and then we'll transition into some sports talk because what dad doesn't love sports. Right. And I think what we're going to talk about primarily is some of the stuff that you'd hear, you know, around the water cooler, in your local sports bar, that type of deal. Um, you know, in your local Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll just call it that way, or in your local small watering hole. One big thing we want to be able to talk about is that sports aspect of being a dad. Because let's face it, in the time of being a dad, you need that escape. You need that release. And one of the big stories here recently, Dave, has been Major League Baseball trying to start back up its season. 2020 season might start in July now. They might play 81 games or 82 games. It, it, you know, you and I are both baseball purists. Let, let's be honest. Like, right, we, you're a Braves fan from the TBS Superstation back in the days. I'm a Cubs fan from the WGN Superstation. We're purists. So to see some of the changes that baseball is bringing out with the DH being universal, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think one thing we have to recognize, Bobby, is that we are a product of the times we grew up in. You know, both you and I are 80s babies. So we played baseball in the 90s. We watched the McGuire Sosa home run chase. We saw skinny Barry Bonds. We saw steroid ridden Barry Bonds. We got to see a lot of interesting things within the game. And we love all of it. I mean, you and I can talk 90s baseball trivia for hours, and it's a fun time. I mean, we just yep. enjoy doing that kind of thing. So, so the game has shifted, and obviously 
people like us still enjoy it. I still love watching a Braves game. You still love watching the Cubs, and we're always going to be that way. But the attention span, and this is just my, my thought on this whole thing, the attention span has pushed Rob Manfred and, and Major League Baseball to start to do these things that people like us don't like. The universal DH sounds horrible to me. But they're, they're doing these things to try to push the interest back in the game because the game can just get so slow and blah. And I get, and I get that. And like, I think, and you know, one of the things that I'm going to try and do on this is I used to always respect Mike Greenberg back on Mike and Mike back in the day that he would bring the perspective that would be a little bit alternative to probably what a lot of people were thinking. So that's what I'm trying to do in the situation too. I think if you look at it, you, know, you and I've talked about it. One of the things that, that I think has made the NBA so popular here recently is none of their re none of their rules have had huge fundamental changes in the last 20 years that I can think of off the top of my head. So please, someone, if I'm missing something, please correct me. But one of the things, you know, now you have baseball whose popularity is not where it needs to be. Viewership is not where it needs to be. And all of a sudden now we're going to make the game somewhat more confusing. Imagine Dave, both of us explaining to our wives what the designated hitter actually means. So now we're taking a game that already people don't want to watch. We're making it potentially more confusing and we're making it harder to understand. That's my issue with it at this point is you're almost making it harder to understand. Most people just assume that people want to go to games to see home runs. They don't like the strategy side of a game. Um, If we took a poll, I would say that's probably correct. Most people would rather come to a game that has seven home runs in it than a pitcher that goes eight innings and gives up one run. Uh, so so there's there's a, a shift there too as well. Uh, and, and I don't know if it's just a generational thing or what. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting part to look at. And one real, real, quick, real quick thing I think we should touch on, you and I had talked about it. I, I finally watched uh, the Jordan podcast, The Last Dance. My goodness, if you're not watching this, and I listened to a podcast today, previewing episode nine and 10, which is interesting to me. Apparently there's a Larry Bird story that comes out that no one has ever heard before, which I'm really looking forward to really looking forward to that. Um, But man, the the thing that was the cool, the Jordan dome at Warner brothers studios. So cool to me. So cool, man. Yeah. 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 And just to kind of timestamp this, we just saw um, episodes seven and eight last week. So um, I watched him live. Bobby's an old man. He fell asleep. He had to watch him later. Um, There's so many things that just as a guy who grew up in the 90s, loved Jordan, loved the Bulls, that I had no idea. And and I think just being a kid, you're not going to know that Scottie Pippen had contract issues. (laughs) You're not going to know that Didn't have a clue. Yeah, didn't have a clue. You're not going to know that Scottie Pippen refused to check back in because he was mad that Tony Kukoc got the last shot. You know, so those kind of things are just fascinating. Man, I can't get enough of it. No, I can't either. You know, Scotty Pippen's still greatest greatest Robin to Batman that I've ever seen, probably in the NBA. I just, Park. I just wish he still went by Scott Pippen. Yeah, went by Scott at the Central Arkansas. Here, trick, quick, quick trivia question for you. Uh, Central Arkansas, you know the mascot there? You're going to love it. Uh, no clue. The Sugar Bears, baby. <laughs> the Central Arkansas Sugar Bears. The colors are purple and uh, 
purple and white. I think that's about the most appropriate note to uh, to end this bad boy on it. Dave, first episode, volume one of the dad pod right there, man. There we go. Yeah, yeah, it's been a fun time. Um, I'm looking forward to this. You know, we've talked about doing something like a podcast for a long time. And honestly, there's so many podcasts out there now, it's hard to find the right topic. But we're both new dads. We're passionate about it. Yeah, dads out there just realize we are all in this together. We're all going to get through it. If you're a dad through COVID-19, a new dad through COVID-19, just keep trucking on. The most important advice I ever received was, if you ever think you're doing everything wrong, you're probably doing everything right because you can. So keep on being a dad. Rate, review, subscribe on any podcast platform you can find. For Dave Traub, I'm Bobby Eddings. This is The Dad Pod, Volume 1. We hope to talk to you again.